T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's I love, I love this song choice, by the way. <laughs> Coming oh, back and pour some man. sugar on me. After our strip club conversation, great song choice. So she was like <laughs> shooting sparks off her bra to this song, Nick? Is that what you're claiming? <laughs> she had like an electric, like a, it was like a, like a sawzall, you know, like yeah. a portable little circular saw. And she had like a steel, thick steel bra on. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this place was packed. And she's just sort of and running it across her breasts. Sparks are just shooting all over the front row. That's a wild thing to walk into. They seem to love it. <laughs> Where was this at? Nashville. The most Nashville. Yeah, like that, Nashville. There's only a few cities in America where that would happen. Nashville is certainly one of them. Which is why it's a shame that the, uh, the neutral site game is being played there. We could have kicked it with Vinny. I mean, we well, could have. No. Me and you could have. I don't, I think the whole, well, I don't know if he was just talking. I think he was just talking about Nick, but I still don't know. Again, if you guys missed it at the start of the show, we are excited next Friday, Red Friday, getting set for the playoffs. We'll be out at Rally House, our entire show from 10 to 2. And then the one o'clock hour, we'll have a couple guest hosts. How about MJ Melendez and Michael Massey? They will be guest hosting with us from 1 to 2, commercial free. So a full hour commercial free next Friday, talking uh, all things NFL playoffs. It'll be exciting. I think a couple, I don't know if, uh, I know. I don't think Michael Massey's got no cheesecake. We can double check with him next week. Obviously, they're going to stay for the playoff game on Saturday or Sunday. We don't know what day the Chiefs are playing yet. But either day, they're going to stick around yeah. for that. Go sit at the go sit in the good seats with Nick. You know, are you going to that game, Nick? You got like you know, five rows back. I, I, know. I don't know if I'm going to the playoffs next weekend or not. Actually, that's a great question. That is to be determined. You end up in about half the playoff games, it seems like, typically. I mean, I've been to every AFC title game they've had. I've never been know. to a postseason in a really. No. Nope. Oh man, you got to go this year. No. You can root on your Chargers if you missed it. Early I've been in the to show, both really Nick fun ones where they're like win. going to the Super Bowl, and then I've been to ones where like Marcus Mariota completed passes to himself and they lost. So no, well, I don't want. I, mean, I don't want the Chargers the, to win. Uh, I just they think they will. Yeah, like that feeling. The the worst one was not even last year losing to Cincinnati. The worst one, which is weird. Uh, the worst one was the Patriots one because obviously that was the first taste in my lifetime of real playoff Being football around, yeah. and there were and just the sunken feeling of losing the Brady in overtime. I just literally just sat in the seat for like 10 minutes and didn't move. I watched that <laughs> did, one. Did not I think move from Arizona. Like, that would have been around the time I was a Rose insider. Uh, so I didn't yeah. go to that one. Just to the last. And four. I guess maybe I didn't say it. Sorry. The rally house location next Friday in Overland park by Oak park mall. So 95th ish in Quivira. That's the location. This would be like two minutes from your place. Uh, yeah. I don't not have to, two minutes. It'd be like 10 minutes. It's from like a place. 12 or 15 minute drive still. But yes, it's it's pretty close. I like it. I like it. Shout out Rally House for having us and the Royals players. Talk yeah, some, I'm looking forward to talking. Well, we know to Michael M- Massey MJ. can talk it. I'm interested to see MJ Melendez's uh, NFL background. Well, it's tough that we didn't get a chance to really get to know MJ Melendez when we talked to him. Yeah, we we, we did an interview in the clubhouse. It was a great interview. I promise. It, it really actually was, was really good. Um, except somebody used the wrong equipment. Are you sure you did that in the clubhouse and not a giant steel water basin? <laughs> It was like sounded like it was in a bathroom. I can promise on next Friday we'll be in a nice from Buffalo setup. Bills hole in the ground. That's where, that's where we recorded it. <laughs> Cody got so mad. He got so mad at us. I got very defensive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm prepared to be defensive again about it if needed, but Oh, it's getting brought up next Friday. Yeah, well I'm sure. Yeah.
MJ has no idea about. I don't know. I doubt. I doubt he. Of course, heard it at the time. How would he know? Yeah, he's not going to know. Well, focused on other things. Sometimes players listen to the talk about them or interviews, including them. All right, Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. that can't happen. Uh huh. So you guys are here to say that not a single player has ever listened to an interview that they did. I'd say it's ever. less than 10%. And they definitely didn't listen to it live, and we didn't podcast that interview. Hey, <laughs> why didn't we podcast? For obvious reasons. No, I think we po- I think we podcasted that the segment, segment, though, of us yeah. yelling at you. <laughs> the whole interview. Weird. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a, it's a weird decision. Mm-hmm. Nick has, as you pointed out, Picked the Chargers to beat the Chiefs in the division yes. because let's talk about revising our predictions. We were all wrong in the Packers. I was even more wrong because I thought the Rams would be there at that same time. But in the AFC, I think that we were very fair. Like we looked back at our original predictions, which was I had Chiefs Bills, you had Chiefs Bills, he had Chiefs Chargers in the AFC title game. We each had the Packers in the NFC title game. Nick had the Eagles, so it looked like he had one half of that right. You had the Cowboys, and I had the Rams as the opposite teams. In looking back on it, of course I want to change it. If you're making me now go through and choose the teams, we don't have to pick every game right now, but if you're just making me say, who are the four teams that are remaining in the NFC and AFC and who is going on to win the Super Bowl, I'll stick to Chiefs Bills. On the AFC side, there's absolutely no reason to change where I am at this exact moment from that prediction. That's what feels most likely in this moment still. And I'll still take the Chiefs to move on the same as I did all the way back in August. Yeah, I mean, so, so why why would I change Chiefs-Bills? I'll tell you, the only way I would have, if you told me that the Bengals and Bills game was a neutral site or that game was in Cincinnati, what we presume will be a divisional round matchup, uh, then I would consider Cincinnati Chiefs again because I do think Cincinnati is the best team in the AFC. But they're going to go in the to divisional Buffalo. round to Buffalo. I just... I, I, I don't believe that they're going to win that game. And so I'll, I'll stick with Chiefs-Bills and still have the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. That's what I had in August as well. On the NFC side, as you said, I had, I had the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I, I, I would say, oh, go Dallas and Philly. But that's just not – that's going to happen in the divisional round most likely if, if Dallas wins. So it's not possible. Otherwise, So I'm not going to give you a matchup that doesn't exist or can't exist. Um, so I'm going to stick with Dallas, but I'll go 49ers. I'll go Dallas against the Niners in the NFC title game and all – Pick Dallas to come out of the NFC. He sets up a Chiefs and Cowboys, old uh, Texas teams playing each other from the AFL. The day. NFC was really hard for me. Yeah. I'm going to take the bye the same way as the AFC and just assume the Eagles are in the title game. We're having this conversation. I, I talked myself into like four different other teams coming out of there, but I'll take the Vikings. You know, the 49ers are a very good team. They're not a particularly good matchup for the Vikings in some areas. But I'll just say Justin Jefferson goes off. And while 13-4 and four is an inaccurate representation of what they really are, 13-4 and four might be an inaccurate representation of what the 49ers are. They're on their third quarterback. Some, at some point, that Cinderella story runs out. And I'll just say that the Vikings and Eagles get there. I'll take the Eagles in the Super Bowl and the Chiefs to win it. I don't think it's fair. Like, I, I understand why the Bucs are a popular pick to get through. Because similar as in the AFC, no one's taking the six, seven seeds into the NFC title game. No one's talking themselves into the Giants of the Seahawks doing it. So you're really choosing between the other five teams. All right. So uh, NFC, I've got the Bucks and the Eagles. So you have the Bucks rattling off a couple wins. Yeah. Despite. So okay. I think the Bucks beat. I think Tom the, Brady in the, the big upset is Buccaneers over the 49ers mm-hmm. in the divisional round. It's just I've seen this story before and sometimes you know i do this when i fill out my bracket every march sometimes just pick a team you love and then just have them losing earlier than expected it just happens you don't have to have a rhyme or reason it just happens which is why i have the chiefs losing in the divisional or round of the chargers just imagine an nfl like the, the the hard part with choosing the 49ers over the bucks nick is try to imagine in your head for a second brock purdy like going to the nfc title game over tom brady you're like mm, i don't I don't think so. Yeah, it's really, it's really, um, <laughs> yeah. it's really hard to imagine. If only they, if only they played three weeks ago, <clears throat> Brady and Purdy head to head, and if only we saw how it played regular out. Oh, but Brady didn't, Brady didn't care about that game. Okay, Brady, he was saving yeah. it. It's regular season. He actually yeah. threw the game. By that so argument, should the, the Jags here's, kick here's the, the thing. Chargers' ass? Well, we're not talking. It was on regular season games. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Week three and week sixteen is not the same comparison. One was in week three. One was in week sixteen or week fifteen. But I will say this also: uh, we've been waiting all year. For Brady, like, oh, it's Brady, it's Brady, oh no, it's Brady, it's gonna, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. 
they, other than the two-minute warnings of certain games, have looked like complete ass in the regular season offensively. He's so, had five fourth-quarter comebacks this so year alone. That's, that's it. So I've got they I'll, look terrible. So I'll take the Eagles to beat the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game to the, go to the Super Bowl. Uh, like I said, sometimes just make picks. Wait, that well, don't you have make the an... Bucks in the Super Bowl? No, I have the oh, Eagles okay. beating Eagles. the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Like Ooh. I said, sometimes you just make picks without any real rhyme or reason, which is why I have the Chargers beating the Chiefs in the divisional round. Uh, they will go to the AFC Championship game where they will play and lose to the Buffalo Bills. So I've got Bills over the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Okay. There's no Chiefs. That's fine. I didn't even put them in the As the text slide has pointed out. And when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it'll be our win to celebrate. You're not allowed, you're to, not celebrate. allowed to celebrate. I can do whatever I want. This isn't what I want to happen, <laughs> we'll have, guys. I'll text Jed. We'll get Jed to <laughs> fill in. The day can, after the Super Bowl win for the Chiefs, okay, we'll get Jed to, let's, to let's fill in Let's just do a little quick recap of last year, okay? We all picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl and win, and how did that work out? They didn't even make it there. So, if anything, I'm doing my part as a reverse jinx to get this Chiefs oh. into the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Too many by of us picking all against, choosing the Chiefs. By picking against them, I am falling on the sword. <laughs> Therefore, it's not like, you guys, you jinxed them. Not I'll be this honest. show. I think it's only a 50-50 shot. They come out of the AFC Agreed. and end up going to the Super Bowl, but nobody's got a better percentage shot than that. Because they've got to play each other. That's the problem. Cincinnati and Buffalo have to play each other. So they don't even have a 50-50 shot. The 50, It's like 50 and then 25-25 for those two teams. So if I'm getting double the odds because they don't have to play that game and they don't have to play one of those two teams, it's I'm not going to predict the opposite. Take the Kansas City part out of it, which is difficult. I understand because we're here and we understand like fans will go after Nick for not choosing the Chiefs to go there. Here's the it's just like the odds it, are in it, the favor of choosing. If them. you look on just the betting market stuff, you can see what the implied odds are for that. So right, the Chiefs are the favorites plus three thirty. That means they're basically saying the Chiefs have a twenty three percent chance to win the Super Bowl. The next closest is Buffalo with their implied odds nineteen point two percent chance to win it, and then Philly sixteen point seven, the Niners fifteen point four. The the team the least likely. Uh, so not surprisingly, all th- there's three teams that are tied for that: Dolphins, Miami. Giants, and Seahawks, to win to win the Super Bowl. Seahawks could get one, couldn't they? They're playing the Niners in the opening round. I know they're playing terrible oh. now. I just don't see that upset. Not man. the best version. I don't think so either. But the best version of the Seahawks this year couldn't couldn't knock off a Niners squad. This will be the third time they played, and the games haven't been close. They played the Seahawks twice earlier this season, and then the Seahawks couldn't move the ball on San Francisco. No, they can't, and I'm not saying that. I was looking back, by the way. That Bucks game was all the way in December 11th. I'm not saying that's the same <laughs> as that early one. That's a full month ago they played the Bucks. I don't know that. I mean, I'm not saying the Bucks played way it was better. Still Brock Purdy. Ver, I mean, it wasn't. This was no. It was. Yeah. yeah, I'm not arguing that. It was Brock Purdy. And what was that? His first start when they beat him like no, 35. Or was that the second, second one or third? Second he was just like on fire right as he had taken over the starting job. He just beaten Tom Brady <laughs> by 30. <laughs> Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. All you guys betting against the Chiefs is gross. I'm violently ill right now. Thank you. I can't enjoy my Raising Canes because of those. I things. chose the Chiefs we to both, win we both the did. Super Bowl. We both. I think that's just referencing. Are other people in Kansas City on this station? So did we ever do? Let's declare an official winner. Who won our preseason predictions? I need I to see Cody the division lost. It's too. either it's between Alex and I. I lost. Wait, are you talking about like the, the least the, amount of teams getting the are playoffs? Are you talking about the division picks and all that stuff too? All of the above. Oh, I don't have that off the top of my head. I don't remember. I mean, we all had the Titans. Uh, Alex and I had the same amount of playoff teams. I didn't had, you choose had, the Chargers to win the division? Yeah, but then you lost. You've already no, wrong, lost. wrong, wrong, dumbass. Lost. Because you actually <laughs> lost for having the least amount of division winners. The least amount of teams make the playoffs. Both of the teams, really? that you, both of the teams that you picked to go to the NFC Championship game missed the playoffs. <laughs> so you, sir, lost. That's probably fair. I, That's between you Alex and me. Alex and I had fair. the exact same amount of playoff teams get in. I had one more division winner, even with picking the Chargers because I had Cincinnati winning the North and I had Philadelphia winning their division. Well, then I think it comes down to what happens in the playoffs then. Yeah. But what, what if, we? but what if I'm right at all the, the other, we two? all had green Bay in our super bowl. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we almost got to try to like talk ourselves into <laughs> green Bay wins that game. And like they're going on a run. Oh yeah. We looked bad. Oh, well, I, was I was right there though. Everybody would have picked the Niners or the, the, the Packers to upset the Niners in that case. And then you'd be in the position for sure for everybody to sell themselves that the Packers would end up out in Arizona as well. But no, we're not, we're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. All right, let's get to the snitch line. Here on Cutting Gold. The number you have reached is 
called the snitch line. And if I have to tell you again, we're going to take it outside and I'm going to show you what it's like. 913-662-1270. Leave him alone! Please leave your message for Thursdays at 1.15 on Cody and Gold. And if you think I'm kidding, just try me. Try me. So we're good? 913-586-7610. That is the snitch line, as always, to get into the show with what's going on in your life, what you've seen, what you've witnessed. Someone right off the bat from the 816 snitching on their wife who left <laughs> boogers on old receipts and business cards in the van for him to discover oh, later. No. The behavior has persisted for 10 years. The snitch line is a last-ditch effort to correct this behavior. She insists it's better than my roll-and-flick method of booger disposal. Okay, I you don't get to... <sighs> Snitch on your wife when you are a proponent of the... You mean you have a name for your method. You have been using this method for so long that you have an official name for it. Roll and flick. These are both... This is both (laughs) a questionable behavior at best. But is it worse to get rid of the booger or to, like, stash them on receipts? I mean, putting on receipts is disgusting. You got to throw them away if you're going to put them on the receipt. Even yeah. if you're going to put them on, on the receipt, receipt dude. You got to get rid of it eventually. So Carry Kleenexes got- in your purse. I mean, oh. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, if you have nothing around, like Cody said, like, if. You know, desperate times, right? Desperate times, desperate, times, desperate measures. But then you need to crinkle up that receipt and get rid of it. Hey, you, you know, know what? Leave I- it in the car. The first place you stop in the trash can. Yeah. You know what? I think you guys deserve each other. You guys are the you guys are a match. There's a reason why heaven. this marriage is working. So Just well. walking around, picking your nose every day, wiping boogers on receipts, Ugh. flicking them into the dude. Disgusting. The, the roll th- and flick method. There's a reason that God invented Kleenexes. Okay. From the eight one six, saw Nick placing a Super Bowl bet on the Chargers to win it all at Prairie Band Casino. Is oh, that true? PB, I've I've had hey, many a nights up north. At PB, to Topeka, man. You don't, there's not a sports book there that I know of. Not yet. Not yet. Sports book coming soon. We should have Maybe a new app. We the should have lot. a new app coming very PB soon. PB is a fantastic casino. It actually is. I've spent multiple times there when I worked in Topeka drive up great, north. Great uh, golf course too. Yeah, Firekeeper's awesome. Firekeeper's beautiful course. Never been. Designed Sorry. by Nota Begay, the right. college roommate of Tiger Woods. Thanks for that fun fact, Nick. Yep. Roy Williams has played golf up there. A bunch Bill of Bill yeah. Self. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Me. Nick Schwartz. Nick Schwartz. Is that, is that important? By the way, from the 903, you're supposed to grab about 50 QT napkins when you leave to handle your boogers going forward. Oh, man, I always, I grab some extra Chipotle napkins just to have in the car. Not for, like, that, but just to have them in yeah, general. Yeah, they end up in the glove box yeah, just in case. You never absolutely. know. Absolutely. You never know when you need it. I Well, I guess I wasn't even planning on snitching on myself for this, but I guess here we okay. go. It, it just came up naturally. I just steal an extra towel from the car wash every time I go. You take their towel for like, what? Now, what do you use the towel for? Just in case of any spills. But I always bring it back. Like it may be a what? maybe a you few bring weeks it like, back. Well, you're just like constantly rotating through their <laughs> good car wash towels. Yeah, and then they wash them for me. No, I don't. What? It's questionable. What do you talk? What do you? What do you? I use it in case I spend. In case I need something How in a often pinch. Do I have, you spill something in not, your car. Never. But just it's nice to have around. So it may be. Th- I may have it for a month. But then a if I do need it, of a dirty towel. You know what? Usually I use it for is like I'll use them when I go golfing. And I need to like if I, there there's like go, that's what grass is. on my shoes you and I wipe them do? off. You what? could just buy a towel. Why? Because I already pay them for my monthly subscription. So, but that's that doesn't include the towels. They didn't ask that me not was to. Not a part of nobody the has asked me not to. Gold, have you been taking the towels? You no. have a monthly car wash I, subscription. I, I do have a monthly car wash subscription, and it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, but I don't take the towels now. I'm sure Nick's not alone. He can't be the only person that has done that. That just feels like a some weird locations place. are a little more guard protective of their towels. Like they only like some of them just have them on a big stand, and you can go and take them. The other times. They hand them to you as you drive through, and I'm always like, make it two. Now, see, the one I have, they just have it. They have it on a little, little cart. Little it's cart. All, it's, it's location dependent. Yeah, you go and grab a little. They got the cart. You grab some towels. You wipe down the car, the inside, the, you know, the wheels all a little right, bit. So we've got, I've go. got multiple people saying they do the exact same thing that I do. The fact that you're returning it gives you a little bit of a pass, at least. But still. Yeah, you're not keeping them for. It I return like most seven. of them. I return most of them. Now it's down to most of now, them. Now there's a couple in the golf bag, a few in the linen closet, one or two in the car. And, and listen, most of them and make it And here's back. the thing, though. Man, they're great towels. They're microfiber, so they're we great. Got a new, new car wash just opened So they're great, up for, right from, down the they're great for windexing the mirror in the bathroom right. or wiping down the counter. But you bring them inside your house? I mean, sometimes they wind up inside. Who's to say how they get there or how long they stay there? Hmm. But, yeah, there have been uh, a handful of occasions in which they've wound up inside my apartment. 
Okay. Am I to apologize for that? You know, is that is that the kind of the society that we live in? And you wonder why your membership rates are going up. You know, people are stealing towels. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. People are stealing. We could all have it's cheaper not, car washes, it's, it's but not, not because yeah. Nick. It's no, not, not we the went water. over this. Gold. It's not because of power consumption. It's because people like you are stealing gold. the towels. We went over this. Your rate is going up. Mine's not. And then well, you yours say is coming. Need... Yours is coming, man. You think you're immune? No, 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 no. It sounds like you're actually. You should come over and join my. No, I like my. I like my club. I like my club if you know what i'm saying this is the lamest kind no, we already had this bragging about your car wash no clothes. nick it's because nick nick is using one that a certain chiefs player endorses i don't use that one because okay. you know why you know why i use that one because i'm a real chiefs fan unlike you guys <laughs> that picks against travis kelsey i didn't pick against travis kelsey but you are by picking the chargers to beat him you know I don't, I don't want that to happen. Someone wants to know if we go to your apartment, Nick, which we've been there one time, I think. If we take your towel and then maybe bring it back in a month, yeah. you're good with that? No, no, no. You can have your it. House. You can no. have it as long as it's the one that I stole from no, the car any wash. Towel. No, any towel. Like, like a bath towel. Yeah. I'll bring it back later. I guess. Oh. I have a lot of bath towels. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so today. So same thing, right? Yeah. Pop That's over fine. to Nick's place. Borrow a bath Someone towel. Someone says Nick taking a towel sounds like a Joko move. I, dude, mm. I've lived in Joko for like six months. So. Yeah, but your vibe. It's your, your Joko vibe. I don't have a Joko vibe. Stealing towels. I have, esco- I have an Esco uh. vibe. <laughs> Shawnee County. Yes, thank you. Thank Come you. from Topeka. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we got it. Yep. But that's not even where you spent a, like a majority of your adulthood was not spending. His tags still aren't even Joko in fairness, you know. So what I don't, don't let Lawrence his in? Deco. Douglas. Oh, Douglas, yeah. What's that vibe like? Is it similar to <laughs> the Johnson County one? No. It's very, it's, uh, uh, I don't know, progressive, liberal town. You'd love it, Cody. (laughs) Yeah, you would. You'd fit right in. God, dude, you would love Lawrence. I'm surprised you're not from Lawrence. You're the most Lawrence guy ever. That's not true. No, you actually are. You legitimately are the most Lawrence guy ever, and it's weird that you haven't ever lived there or spent much time there. I've been to Lawrence, yes. A few times? Several times. Okay, you love it, right? It seemed like a fine city yeah <laughs> like i can just imagine no cody problems. waking up on sunday going to the farmer's market who doesn't like a farmer's market farmer's market's nice yeah and then uh great place to get fresh produce yeah what else can you get there sometimes like candles or honey or lots of stuff like what other kinds of stuff <laughs> i'm not lifting up cheese <laughs> <laughs> nah. i think cavardi i think cavardi i think cavardi I think I think that's possible. You want me to name eight things I can get at the farmer's market? Yeah, you have 30 yeah, seconds. Have Ready, <laughs> go. go. Cheddar, mozzarella, Havarti, cream cheese, Colby Jack. Did I say Gruyere? Blue? Swiss. All of it available in Lawrence, farmer's market. Do they have a good farmer's market in Lawrence? Is yeah, it, it, used to, it? It, used to, it used to be something right next to my apartment. It was in the parking lot next to my apartment, so I could literally wake up and just walk downstairs and... I would like. I got their bratwurst a lot. You know me, big sausage guy. Yeah, there's this, there's this like mom and pop. There's this old. He does like this older woman and her husband. She would work the register. He would work the grill. Man, walked up, popped down there at about eleven o'clock before fo- before football started. Get a little sausage in my belly. Good base coat for the day. Sometimes you describe things in a way that I assume is to maximize how uncomfortable it is. Why? You said talking uh, about sausage base sausage base coat in your belly is well, yeah a it's, weird a, it's a it's a good bait it's a good just something to start your day with a nice hearty meal mm-hmm. the shocking part more with Nick is that sometimes it's like ten a.m. He was trying to convince himself into eating like enchiladas at nine thirty. He did, he did ask day. us yesterday if he could have. I don't know why he was asking our permission, but. Uh, if he could have an enchilada prior Ask to 10 a.m. permission. He kind of did. <laughs> he kind of did. I he said, kinda, should I? Like, got, I was just looking did, for some input. You guys think I need to, or should I? I was hungry. I mean, I did eat it, but it was like at noon. Yeah, and you waited. I, you didn't. And then I had another one today. You waited till lunchtime. Because mm-hmm. enchilada is not a morning food. Oh, it was so, it's so good, man. So good. Homemade. Authentic Mexican enchilada. Made by Nick Schwartz. Made by me. <laughs> Super authentic. Nick Schwartz Taco Shop. <laughs> yeah. Authentic Mexican Could you food. imagine going to that place and thinking you're getting like authentic Mexican food? Nick Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Tacos. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, uh, that's the snitch line here on Cody and Gold. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending in our conversation with former Chiefs wide receiver Damian Hughes. What does he make of the neutral site being Atlanta for a potential AFC title game? There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs' red half hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the NFL has announced the neutral site if needed, right? That would only be if Kansas City and Buffalo would meet in an AFC title game. Well, that city will be Atlanta. That's designated as the backup host site for postseason games. The game would be in Atlanta at 530 on Sunday, January the 29th. And that, of course, only applies if it's the Chiefs and the Bills. So no more speculation on potential destinations. It's pretty much equal distance. I think it's very fair on the neutral site location. Obviously, I'm not a fan of the neutral sites. uh, But if you're going to pick a neutral site, it's nothing wrong with Atlanta. Easy city for everybody to travel to. No problem for Buffalo or Kansas City fans to fly there. I'm not saying it's cheap. It's going to cost you some money. We looked up flights. You could get bucks, maybe. about an hour ago. Uh, you can get to south through Southwest about 320 bucks round trip. Obviously, you got to get your hotel. You still got to buy tickets. Uh, it sounds like the NFL said if you're a season ticket holder. Who had already agreed to buy title game tickets. Then you'll have first priority for these. We have no idea what the pricing is going to be. I, I'll be honest. Hard my, to guess. My initial, Neutral site? My initial, like, just assumption is not price-wise, but just in terms of breakdown. I know they'll they'll sell ticket equal tickets, they claim. But I think in that scenario, because the Chiefs have had what would be five straight AFC title games, I think Bills fans would outnumber Chiefs fans in that game. I think there's a possibility of it. But I also think because some people who just live in Atlanta will go... It's going to have... You, would you go, like, honestly... I told you, I kind of like the oddity game. But would you, I like, might. If you were a Falcons fan. I might. If I had the money, yeah, I might. Really? Just like, hey, there's an AFC title game, and I got to go 20 minutes to drive there to get there. Kind of interested. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I understand that, like, that doesn't work for everybody, but I think I would give that a shot. Next up on what's training, no Lamar Jackson at practice once again, obviously. His question, at this point, we just assume he's out. But Tyler Hundley was seen throwing passes at practice today. So maybe there's a possibility they could go with him instead of Anthony Brown. That would obviously be a significant upgrade over even Anthony Brown. That would give him a better chance of being Cincinnati than with the third string quarterback. But at this point, the odds of Lamar Jackson playing at this thing seem like a massive, massive long shot. No question. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be really interesting just to see how it all plays out this offseason. Next up on what's trending, the AFC Offensive Player of the Month, Jarek McKinnon. He led the entire NFL the final six weeks of the regular season with nine touchdowns. He also had over 400 total yards during that stretch. He recorded a receiving touchdown in each of those six games. The first running back to do that since 1970 with a reception and at least a touchdown reception, at least five consecutive games. So it's been a crazy six weeks. Uh, yeah, crazy six weeks for Jarek McKinnon, obviously well-deserved offensive player of the month. Next up on Watch Training, Patrick Mahomes has won an initial part of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Challenge. Now, this is an important distinction. 
The Walter Payton Man of the Year stuff doesn't get announced until NFL Honors, which is the night before the Super Bowl. He has won the nationwide fan vote, which gets $25,000 towards his charity. It is actually the third Chiefs player to win it in the last four years. So anytime a Chiefs player gets up for it and we get to do the fan vote, $25,000 is going towards the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, Tyron Matthew, winners of the fan vote two times ago. We know how this works. Go back to 14 and 15. Come on, we've been here. Mm -hmm. We know how fan voting works in Kansas City. We're very good at it. No doubt. I mean, honestly, that also goes for the whole Creed is Good campaign and how much traction that got me. When it comes to campaigns and backing up players in this town, Kansas City is the best at doing that. All right, next up on What's Trending College Basketball, Missouri Tigers fell last night down in College Station to Texas A&M, 82-64. Been a little while since we had seen a performance like that from the Missouri Tigers. Obviously, they're just not was certainly not the type of performance they had been having as of late. So they'll try to pick it back up on Saturday. They'll be in Gainesville taking on Florida. Uh, that's a Saturday tip-off around 2.30 or so. And then, look, it's the SEC, much like the Big 12, very tough conference. Uh, they got Florida, but then they're right back at it against top 20 Arkansas and then top five Alabama. So you feel like you got to have this Florida one. Otherwise, you are re- realistically in danger of losing four in a row if you just look at the, the path of opponents. Lastly, on what's trending, don't forget, next Friday, so one week from tomorrow, we'll be out at Rally House at 95th and Quivira, right near Oak Park Mall. We'll have a commercial-free final hour of the show. We'll be out there the full four hours. But from one to two, a couple of special co-hosts, MJ Melendez and Michael Massey, will be live on site with us next Friday from one until two helping us co-host right before on Red Friday, right before the Chiefs divisional round game. Yeah, I'm fired up. Look, we, you know, for a variety of reasons, we don't, we don't do a ton of our shows on remote, so it's always fun. We have a chance to, to do our shows out. Don't get a chance to meet you guys in public all the time? Yeah, and then, of course, a chance to, for an hour, talk football, talk baseball, talk everything with MJ Melendez and Michael Massey. Everybody's still trying to get to know these guys anyway, and spring training is right around the corner. I mean, they just sent, out, in, they just sent out invites. It is already about that time, believe it or not. Uh, where you'll be gearing up and heading out to surprise. So it'll be good to have those guys with uh, with us on the show next Friday out at Rally House. That's what's trending here on Cody and Golden. And don't forget, hey, tomorrow night we've got a great event going on too. It is our uh, beer release party over at Cinder Block Brewing, our playoff Pilsner once again. 6 o'clock tomorrow night at Cinder Block. Dusty's going to be doing his night show from 6 to 9. Uh, and last year, if you made it out, you know how fun it was. It was packed. I mean, it was one of the busiest nights that that brewery's ever had, as a matter of fact. And it is going to be a ton of fun. Great beer. Talk about some football. Hang out. And just about everybody from the station uh, is going to be there, as we pointed out. Just, just 99.9%. Just about everybody from the station. I think, I don't know, Nick, you might know. Somebody else is going to be there. But uh, coming up tomorrow night, man, going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Earlier today, we had a chance to chat with Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. And, of course, we wanted to get his perspective on going to Atlanta, potentially, if the neutral site is needed. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's uh, – I mean, I would have liked Nashville. I think I kind of made that clear. Um, I thought Nashville would have been easier to drive to for both teams. Still relatively warm, but some – you know, I, th- I thought outdoors, grass, I thought it would have been nice, but – I don't know if there were conflicts or if Nashville didn't want to sign up for that. But, you know, Atlanta is a good second option. I, I was definitely against going all the way out west to Vegas uh, and anywhere. Like, I think they said Chicago and other places that are like dumpster fire fields yeah. and stadiums. So, like, I feel like Atlanta, I guess, is a, is a great option. And hopefully we don't have to get to that point. Um, and we love to host another AFC championship, obviously, at GEHA Field and Arrowhead Stadium. But if that's how it has to unfold, I get it. It's cool. It's going to be a little bit weird, Danon, to be the one seed and then realize that your path could be play a game at Arrowhead, fly over to Atlanta, and then head over to Arizona. <laughs> it just feels like <laughs> if that's the way it works, it's going to end up being one of those stories that you just kind of never forget from a you were the number one seed, went to three cities in four weeks, and still had to do it that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely uncharted territory, and it, but I think it's kind of cool. It's a kind of a cool nuance, and let's face it, this whole playoff run, you know, specifically from week 18 on, is not normal. I mean, considering what happened with the Bills and the Bengals and what the NFL overall had to endure, um, and the players and the families and the the uh, the fear that transpired from that from every player as well as their families. Uh, like I said previously, I, it was a bigger deal than just football, 
And I think there were some ancillary, you know, ramifications or effects, after effects that trickle into life of a football player that we still don't know. Like, we still won't see those, how that unfolds. I mean, there are going to be players that, based on how they experienced week 18, based on their family structure, based on how their wives and their parents and other people uh, were affected by it, you're going to see some players that are going to retire and be done with football because of that. Um, so I think it's a bigger picture than just the playoffs and the location. That's why uh, here in Chiefs Kingdom, I think we can just kind of just take it, like we just take it in and just realize, hey, if, if, it, if it unfolds that way because it's a bigger picture, then let's just go play football and get it done in Atlanta. So I, I, I see the whole big picture not just the football part, and I understand it. That's why, you know, I guess part of me is not going to be upset about if it unfolds that way. When you look at the team as a whole, Dana, and I think it's really interesting from, like, a narrative standpoint of what people will think about the Chiefs after this postseason run. Obviously, if they go on and win it, it's you did everything and you still lost to this team and they've got two titles and everything that comes with it. But no matter the team they would lose to, I feel like the entire conversation would be like, well, now everyone in the AFC is in it, and you're no better than anyone. You lose to the Bengals, they definitely got you. If you lose to the Bills, now they're in the same category as the Bengals as the team who got past you. Lose to the Chargers or the Jags, now it's the Bills, Bengals, Chargers, or Jags all in the mix with you. I feel like from, from a narrative standpoint, the Chiefs have a lot to lose this postseason if they are unable to get through the AFC. Yeah, I'd say uh, from perception-wise, I could understand that. And when you look at it on the big picture, uh, the full landscape, you have beaten two of the teams and you've lost to two of the teams. But prior to the season and what we fought on Twitter and social media and you know backlash to the pundits that picked the Bills and the Bengals and other teams before us and thought we were going to have – this huge drop off. And I remember seeing the clips of Bart Scott and, you know, other uh, Stephen A and everybody else on ESPN and Fox talking about the chiefs would be third best in the AFC West. And, and all we kept doing was like, watch and see, watch and see. And then we kept reeling off wins. And then we lose to the bills. We lose to the Bengals. And then we're like, okay, watch and see. Like, (laughs) like those are just two games. And, you know, earlier we lost to the Colts and, Everybody thought we were it was the end. We're like, watch and see. And now we finally got to the point where we all knew we could get to. And I think we've proved some of those people as having idiotic takes. But at the same time, if we don't finish this, then in a lot of respect, we kind of confirm what they were saying. Um, and I feel like that's the extra chip on our shoulder that we should have. Uh, maybe that's the extra weight on our shoulders that we have. Uh, But at the same time, if we are going to claim that we're the best, we have the best quarterback, the MVP, the best team, then we got to go show it on on the top stages. And the top stage is going to be that divisional round and that AFC championship and getting to the Super Bowl. Now, that would be a great – it would be a great ending to a story, losing Tyreek Hill and having all that negativity from the offseason. It would just be a great slap in the face to all those supposed – experts and i'm looking forward to that like i'll be the first one on twitter (laughs) pulling up old clips receipts i will i will be that guy (laughs) uh yeah you will not be alone that is for sure (laughs) we're talking to dane and hughes here on cody and gold dane and we've had you on throughout the entire season and you know midway through the season we had talked about Jarek mckinnon you know oh man he's such a great pass blocker you know he's a great pass blocker well we all have found out more and more as this season has gone on yes he's a great pass blocker but He's a red zone weapon. The guy's got nine touchdowns. He's just the offensive player of the month for the AFC. I mean, how, how can you explain how somebody can go from really not having a, a role in the passing game or the running game to now he's extremely important, I feel like, for the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl? I, I think it's one of the great stories. It just goes to show you that doesn't matter your draft pick. I mean, let's look at the, the landscape of just our team. Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round pick, a one-two punch is those two guys, and nobody would want them. Like, uh, Jarek McKinnon went through free agency, signed late back with the Chiefs. 
Nobody wanted to take him, and yet we not only recognize his talent, we get him back, and we utilize his talent to to full success. Like there's there's some great stories. You give credit to Brett Veach, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. I mean, the list can go on and on. And I think it's so impressive. Me, I was a seventh round pick myself. You know, you see guys up on the Ring of Honor when you go to Arrowhead Stadium. Tony Richardson, Deron Cherry, and several others that were either free agents or late round picks. Like those are the guys that are kind of near and dear to me because, like. That's the life I lived in the NFL, not to that level. So you always cheer for that kind of underdog, and I think it's really, really cool that uh, we have those kind of weapons and we're utilizing them. I mean, other teams are just relegating some of those late-round picks and free agents to special teams and coverage, and we found a way to use these guys extremely efficiency, efficiently on offense. Danon, how do you think teams – I know this is maybe a better conversation for next week as well, but – how do you think teams will actually approach playing Kansas City defensively this season or this postseason? We knew how they were going to come into the year. We knew how it worked in the postseason last year. But are they going to take that same approach? Because that's why Jarek McKinnon's been so great. Dropping everyone back has made his life super easy. When you take everyone back out of there, they can just check it down to Jarek McKinnon and make things work. Do you think teams will go into the postseason thinking this is still the best plan? I think so. I think when you take Patrick Mahomes' abilities, you take, if you look at some of the perceived negatives, so let's look at some of the perceived negatives of Patrick Mahomes. One is that he wants to go for the home run. He doesn't have the patience to nickel and dime down the field. Now that's perceived. What we've seen this year is that that's not necessarily fully the case. But if you are scouting him, I feel like you don't want him to be a quick strike. You don't want him to throw a deep crossing route of 20 yards to Travis Kelsey uh, and Travis run for another 20 after that because he's breaking tackles and weaving. So you make him, for the best way you can, make him go 15 plays plus. Like, to me, that would be the defensive strategy that I would employ. And occasionally, when I see Jared McKinnon in the game, like, I have a spy on him. I have a linebacker that's attacking the line of scrimmage. Uh, you have two outside linebackers, one on each side of the line of scrimmage, that if he exits to the left, there's one guy that's going to uh, take him and the other guy is going to rush. If he exits to the right, the opposite happens. And, but at the same time, you still take away the home run plays. And I think that's kind of a recipe that I wouldn't say is not smart I don't know if it would work, but I don't know if it's not smart to do so. So, uh, yeah, Jarek McKinnon is, a, is that Swiss Army knife, that player. He runs the ball well. Uh, he catches the ball extremely well out of the backfield. But everybody knows that this offense flows through the abilities and the patience or the aggressiveness of Patrick Mahomes. So you got to dial up your, your defensive plan accordingly. Earlier, Dana, we were going through what we had preseason for the potential Super Bowl in the AFC and NFC title games. I don't know where, where you had it breaking down, but if you could revise it, maybe you already nailed all, all four teams in the title games. I don't know, but what, what would your AFC and NFC title games look like as the playoffs get going this weekend? Huh. Um, I, I do feel that the Bengals or the Bills will be upset. Um, by the time we get to the AFC championship, like I don't feel like it's going to be chalk and it'll be the bills versus the chiefs. I just okay. don't feel like that. I feel like one of those teams is going to lose one of these weekends. Um, so I do believe it'll be the chiefs and depending on how durable Jalen hurts is, I could see it being the Eagles, which would be really cool when you think about the Kelsey brothers, their podcast, and now they, and Andy Reid and, obviously the history in, in Philadelphia to have that matchup in the Super Bowl. Uh, but if it's not the Eagles because of Jalen Hurts, because I have really obnoxious family members that are Dallas Cowboys fans, <laughs> it's tough for me to say Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'd have, I'm couldn't... not saying it. But I'm not going to say it, but you can infer what I'm saying. You couldn't convert them to Chiefs fans in your time here? 
you, you would think after, what, 30 years, <laughs> almost 30 years of being here in Kansas City and playing six years and all the connections and, and them coming out to visit that they would be swayed, but they're just hard-headed and obnoxious. They're typical Dallas Cowboy fans. They're just hard-headed. They believe they're America's team. They haven't won anything in so long, and <laughs> but yet everybody loves them, and they still talk trash, and I talk trash right back to them. So uh, it's kind of that dynamic in our family, but they would not be swayed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Be listening tonight. Players only. Danon Hughes, Sean Barber, 6 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. All right, Danon, we'll be listening uh, uh, tonight. All right, fellas. Have a good one. There you go. That was Danon Hughes a little bit earlier on in the show. And, yes, players only tonight from 6 to 7. Uh, and then that betting show tonight. I'll be hosting that from 7 to 8. Obviously, we'll talk about every single playoff game this weekend. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. Also, we'll talk about the, the crazy Kansas better that put $100,000 down on the 49 What's your best upset money line bet of the weekend? Come on, Gold. Tonight. Give seven, us a little juice. Tonight, come on, seven, come on, eight. give us one. I'll tell you this. So come on, I, dude. I, I, told, come on. I told Nick the stat. This is your main show. Yeah, come so, on. Well, That's the, your the side betting, piece. The betting stuff, some of the stuff, the picks I'll give tonight. But I will say I told Nick this off air, and I think I told you. It is crazy. There's a trend right now. So teams that are favorites by nine points or more in wild card weekend, the last eight times that has been in play, 8-0 and straight up and against the spread. So who is that this week? That'd be the Niners, and that would be Miami, and then the Bengals are about a half a point away from moving the nine-point favorite. So if you believe in trends, some people don't. Some people are like, eh. If you believe in trends, uh, feel pretty good, actually, about the Niners covering and the Bills covering. So that's just something. We'll talk more about that kind of stuff tonight. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a question for you, Gold. Okay. What's a good, like, Super Bowl? Can you bet on the specific Super Bowl matchups? You can. Well, you know where my thinking is. I like the, the Chiefs and Cowboys. If you're wanting a value Super Bowl pick, I'll give it out to I, – I actually think the Vikings at 30-1 to 1 is still good value, just 30-1 to 1 for a team that did win 13, 13 games. games. I mean, to you, yeah, you have them going to the title But it's game. impossible for them to go to the Super Bowl. The Vikings? Yeah. The okay. NFC is not that good. No, it's impossible. They have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. It can't happen. And Daniel Jones is in the Jimmy playoffs. G Dak made it Prescott's once. in the playoff. Brock Purdy's a quarterback in the playoffs. Tom Brady's can uh, we, skeleton is out there. Like, can we run through <laughs> some? Can we run through like a hype, some hypothetical? Like, right has now, anyone FanDuel, outside of Tom Brady even played in a postseason game in the uh, NFC? On Fanduel, I can get the Ravens versus the Vikings for uh, plus forty-one thousand. Yeah, the Ravens, dude. They're, they're getting eliminated this weekend. Tyler Huntley is maybe starting for them. If the five pick the Ravens to beat the Vikings, that's <laughs> plus forty eight thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> that would be wasting money. You might as well chip in on that two thousand dollar basket. So my bet for to the Super Bowl matchup I gave earlier, that's only plus six fifty. Now the Super Bowl forecast ones are fun. I mean, I'm with you. So like if you think the Chiefs are gonna beat the Cowboys, you can get that at twenty eight to one right now. If you think the Chiefs are gonna beat the Cowboys in the play in the Super Bowl. If you think the Chiefs are going to beat the Eagles, 11-1. to 1. The two, one, If you think both one seeds are making it to the Super Bowl and then you think the Chiefs are winning, 11-1. And if they play each other in the Super Bowl, Let's then you all, can hedge. You know what? Let's all put a bet down on our Super Bowl prediction. Like right now, mine's 12-1. to 1. Bills to beat the Eagles. Oh, you're mine saying, would be 11-1 oh, to 1 okay. because mine would be Chiefs to beat the Eagles. Yeah, okay. So mine was the Chiefs to beat the Cowboys. So 28-1. to 1. You okay. have by far the best payout. 10 bucks to win 280. That doesn't even seem like it that much there. 20, we got to do 25. <laughs> he just he automatically already changed his bet amount. <laughs> he had a ten dollar bet in there, and he's like, eh, "That's not enough. I need a little more. Well, not to, to I guess, need a little more skin in the game." Exact matchup and who wins? I feel like I'm not getting good enough odds there. I don't really like it as much. Anyway, yeah, those are fun. The, the Super Bowl matchups. We'll do some of that stuff. But you could uh, head the hell out of it with that twenty five Abs- bucks, man. Absolutely. If you end up getting there, absolutely. Because if it's twenty five to win, what four hundred? Is that what you just said? Oh man, I had a five dollar free bet. <laughs> That's not risking enough. Well, it's still it's still nice. Uh, or you can do already if you just no. You, just that guy. If, if you already five dollars of my bet is going to be free. If you uh, if you really want to, we know Mahomes is going to win MVP already. If you want to bet on who's going to win Super Bowl MVP already, you can do that. Mahomes is the favorite to be the Super Bowl MVP as well. What kind of odds you get? Four to one. That's it. Oh, no way. Jalen Hurts six can't to one. Joe Burrow the game. ten to one. Josh Allen. I think I told you about five five to one. Josh Allen. If you really think you'd be it's, much better betting ten to one on Joe Burrow. I mean, if you want to go all in on just the Cowboys getting there and somehow you think they're going to win. Uh, Dak Prescott, Super Bowl MVP, anybody? 17 to 1. So, anyway, fun stuff. Fun times. Dan Orlovsky put out his... in Kansas, at least, you know? The final I'm in Kansas word. right now. You are. I live in Missouri, but I bet in my work time. You're smart. You're smart for doing that. I just have to understand that I can't really live bet until it comes to Missouri. You can just text a friend or something. I'm sure they'll make a bet for you. I would text you directly. I can be sure of that. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks to Dane and Hughes for joining us. Uh, we will be back at it tomorrow on the show. It'll be uh, an off week, not a Real Red Friday show, but we'll talk more about specifically some of these playoff matchups. And also we talked about, you know, the, the coaches in the AFC. We'll talk more about the quarterbacks in the AFC. But up next, it's going to be The Drive with CDOT right here on 610 Sports Radio. to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.